0: i also put down afk arena so that's oh, an accomplishment
1: it's dead yeah what killed gone. it for you
0: it's dead random dice random dice killed it for me
1: hello and welcome my name is alex gonzalez and today is my good old friend je hey that's me and please remember that we are not game devs how are you doing today Jay? are the dice as random as they have been
0: Yeah, they're so random and sometimes just pisses me off because when that fucking crack growth dice gets a a seventh star level and then it just upgrades again to another seven level dice and I'm just like, fuck, now that just messes me up because I use a yin yang dice deck and yin yang dice decks are just if you're fucked with a star level dice that's not a yin yang dice, you're fucked and you're probably going to lose.
1: But those are not the dice we are talking about today. Today we are creating something new. Every week, We Are Not Game Devs will create a new, exciting video game idea that we have always wanted to play, but do not have any knowledge or know how to create the wonderful experience that are video games. And today is my turn to present We Are Not Game Devs 166 IP. I'm going to bring this around with a little story. I've been trying to finish Ready Player One on HBO Max. And this is a game that uh, released a long time ago. A movie? A movie. And it talked about a not-too-distant future where everything would be online and there would be VR for everything. Mm -hmm. Well, we're in a pandemic. And I thought we were going to be out of it, and then Delta starts smacking people in the face. We need to create a VR curriculum for children. So that they can play games and learn at the same time.
0: Well, first we have to solve the problem with having kids in VR. Put them in. There's no problem with it. Get them in. Sure. It does kind of mess up their vision though.
1: Does it? There's not. There hasn't been any longitudinal studies. Has there not? And what if we design a program where an optometrist logs on first and calibrates the VR so that they all have a prescription setting.
0: Um. Sh- yeah, let's just forget about kids. Sh- probably shouldn't use VR. Kids don't use VR if you're under what is it, thirteen years old? Uh, but let's just imagine that that's okay. Uh. Sure. So I want an to be educational VR game.
1: I want to be math. I want it to be science. I want it to be physical education.
0: Physical education. I'm, I guess there's like Beat Saber and stuff like that, but they can't be like running around with the heavy... Just dance,
1: um, stuff like that. Um, they can do games where you move your arms in slicing motions, like you said, Beat Saber.
0: But you want this all like kidsy. Like-
1: you can even do band practice where you know you can play different instruments on a virtual um, thing. And yeah, I want it to be kidsy. So math... What's the fun. age
0: group we're talking about right now, actually?
1: What should the age group be?
0: I think if you... um, I don't think it should be too old. I'm thinking like under teenager age. Because once you get to teenager age, they want to just play real games. You know what I mean? Um. So
1: I was even thinking that we could have extended games where it's not what you expect so people out there listening are thinking oh well here goes alex again he's gonna take math blaster and put into vr no no i'm not i'm thinking about making a game like the oregon trail or an rpg where you're walking around and different things will allow you to enter and there'll be different checks so imagine instead of a speech check you have to do a math problem and a math problem will give you a bonus in order to um, get through the dialogue. I almost want it to be an RPG in the sense where you can brute force it. Or these are the, tra- these are the traditional a- options, rather. You can brute force it, you can use intellect, or you can use charisma, or you can find another way and solve a puzzle. I want it to be where you can solve a puzzle through art. Instead of brute forcing it, you can use math. You can still you can answer a science question, or maybe you can read some kind of tome somewhere. That's another thing, and then find it that way. Right? This, okay. I feel like there's a way where we can make an RPG or a, a real-life yes. school or a scavenger yes. hunt and make this happen.
0: Okay. Here's what I have for you, as you were describing your wants and your needs for this game. I'm thinking... We're going like Red Dead 2 kind of story where you are following this, this band of people. You guys are all a family and moving from one side of the country to the other side of the country, right? And in between, while you travel, you get to make specific choices. Like, yeah, do you want to what? go this direction or this direction, this you direction know, or this direction?
1: To add on to your idea we could add we could use all of we are not game devs ips and do mini stories like oceans rise you could also do a math mini game where you calculate what you need on the ship based on expenditures and everything else Mm. because Mm. i i actually played an rpg and uh i know one podcaster I think was it Colin Moriarty or something who said like, Hey, do you remember a time when you played like an RPG where you were on a ship and you had to manage supplies, you had to see how long you would take, you had to map out routes. And it was like a multi-week long kind of activity that charted your progress and also gave you history lessons along the way. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm looking at here.
0: And that, that is kind of where I was going where like, depending on the path you choose to get from point A to point B, that path would be a different kind of question. So if you go up the mountain or into the valley, up the mountain, you'll get a science lesson. Down the valley, you'll get a history lesson. And along the way, you're solving math problems, you're solving science questions that you learned previously because you were up in the science area, stuff like that to advance or something bad happens, but not too bad because this is for younger kids. So it's more like, You hit a detour and now you have to go a different direction and it's more nice about it. Um, And as far as like Ocean's Rise and doing other stuff like that, I think we could just release more stories, more games, and they all have a different period of time that it takes place. But the gameplay is the same. It's just that period of place is a different history lesson within this math, science, and other stuff that have to do with that era. So if you're doing a pirate one, you learn more about not- nautical skills and about fish and about um, the weather cycle and stuff like that. But
1: Absolutely. And uh, math can be interwoven. Science can be interwoven in everything because it is into everything. Mm-hmm. And then history, we can base it on historical places that are real, whether we want to put them in a tomb, whether we want to put them in jungles, you know, in the ocean and then they find a shipwreck and they have to, you know, solve math puzzles to get in. All of that, I think, would work well.
0: I think there, we, when I want to like Carmen Sandiego, like the real life locations where when you do get there, it'll be like a cartoon drawing of it. But then it will show you, up on a ui thing like an actual picture of the real place so they have like actual reference on what it really looks like yeah and then maybe more history if they want to look into it but it has to all obviously be written down a little bit and with like big bold comic sand letters and stuff like that very simple writing um i also see the gameplay more like a f- picture book where it's like a you open up a book and then there's like a fold out pop-up that comes up, but it's all animated in like a cartoon way. It's kind of how I picture it because I don't know how much experience you have with VR, but it makes me very sick and it makes a lot of grown people very sick. So I feel like Mm. for kids, if it's not, if it's walking and moving around, that would be a little too much. So I think something that's more like Moss where it's just, this pop-up diorama, and then you have a 3D vision around it if you do want to walk around it. But otherwise, it's just like that. And then I also think that um, there will be some instances where it zooms in, and it's more of like a rec room or like a, uh, uh, there's that other VR hangout or whatever it's called, where it's like people in your face and you could just, you're sitting in one area and maybe teleport from seat to seat. And these will be like the campfire moments of the game and this is where the more creative arts can come in in forms of mini games and so there's like like you said like a dancing mini game where you like get up and dance and stuff and then it's like kind of like just dance where you have to hit certain poses or there's like a guitar hero type of thing where you're like doing that or maybe like in the western one there's a harmonica and just to do vr you could blow into the mic and hold up the harmonica and it would actually work like a real harmonica type of thing you know yeah yeah hitting glasses with like a rod and it's works like a, like a xylophone or something.
1: And I think we could make it where, uh, the physical activity could be fun and still in groups too, where, uh, we could have different games that require physical activity, but don't require a whole lot of movement and wouldn't get people sick. So I'm thinking for something like that, we could do a bunch of different mini games, for instance, like tennis, where Mm. you switch between left side of the court, right side of the court, and you do doubles between front and back, and just practicing different tennis swings and mapping that out. I think people would have a lot of fun with that, and it would be a good back workout.
0: I feel like that belongs to a different type of game, though.
1: Oh, what like Wii tennis?
0: Yeah, like a like a VR sports simulator type of thing. Yeah,
1: I'm just trying to make it like an all-encompassing curriculum. I well, guess how about this, like would...
0: this then? Oh, cuz you did want physical uh workouts in it. But like let's have it more like fit to the theme. So like let's Maybe... do the western theme for example just cuz I think that's the one I have most fleshed out in my brain. For the workout, you have like horseshoe throwing. Or you have, yeah, like
1: Or what would be cool is if you can solve problems using, like I said, any of the characteristics, whether that be science, math, um, history, and then as you solve different problems, you lose the ability to use that technique. So you can't just science your way out of everything. You have Mm -hmm. to use different techniques as you come along the problems. Mm -hmm. So then you would have to use physical activity to then solve it. And, you know, doing squats, jumping jacks, throws, like you said, throwing uh, horseshoes, all that would help. I'm thinking even on the Western, squats, you can start like squatting and that would make your horse go faster in a race to win. So if you do like, uh, what is it called? Pull
0: squats? I think we could simplify it even more because I've played, I mean, I played a lot of VR games, but where I'm thinking this could go more in line with is Ring Fit Adventure, where it's more of, too. like, uh, like let's say you're on a horse in VR, but then while you're on the horse, you have to, like, duck, dodge, weave to, like, avoid obstacles coming towards you. And remember, this is for kids, so it's not like they have to do, like, full-on squats and, like, lifting shit. I feel like for kids, they could just run around for 30 minutes, and they're going to get tired regardless. You know what I mean?
1: No doubt. I just didn't want... You had brought up the concern about them getting motion sick. So I was thinking that them running around in a virtual space might make them tired.
0: It's more so your digital avatar in a VR thing moving while you're standing still that makes you sick. Whereas Beat Saber, where you're moving your head around like this and you're not actually going anywhere, things are coming towards you doesn't make you sick so like that's why there's warping in vr because actually moving but not feeling your body move get just makes you not feel good like that's why rigs didn't work because you're in this mech and it's like moving around but you're not actually moving you're just sitting in one spot made you just really sick you know what i mean so i think if it's like some things coming at you and you have to dodge them will be less of an issue in terms of motion sickness.
1: And I think this could appeal to a bunch of different people because it can go all kinds of different ways, whether you still, you add some farming sim elements, you do tower defense. It, there's a lot of different ways we could go with it
0: mm-hmm.
1: to make this an educational game. I guess the physical activity would be easily interwoven. The math would be fine. Science, I think that's when you would have to go to, like, like I said, farming sim. Um.
0: Well, I think it would be more along the terms of, let's take the Western, for example, and you go into a valley and you are in like California uh, and they like talk about gold. So you're learning a little about like minerals and fool's gold and pyrite and stuff like that. And then later on, you meet a merchant in town, and he's willing to trade you some gold nuggets for, uh, 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 I don't know, for food, a cow or something. And then you found those gold nuggets before, so you have two things in your inventory, pyrite or a gold nugget, and you have to choose which one you're going to give him. You give him gold, he'll give you like something, and then that advances something else. And later on in the trail, uh, that because you did that transaction correctly, it rewards you later. But if you do it incorrectly, maybe something else happens, you know?
1: Okay, okay. I see where you're going with it. What other subjects are there, really? The only other one would be English. But there's
0: a lot of reading and listening in this, I feel like.
1: A lot of lore, exactly. And then... You could also write a couple of things and do speeches for charisma where maybe the enemies and the NPCs will look for certain words you're saying, almost like a grading scale.
0: Um, well, I mean... I I think we have to establish how old the the audience is for this, because I was thinking this is for, like, 8-year-olds. I feel like you're aiming more towards, like, 13.
1: Well, 8- and 9-year-olds still present in front of the class, right?
0: Yeah, that's true, but the words they're saying aren't as important as the, like, meaning behind it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I think you could also program the NPCs to make sure that they just talked for four minutes or, like, two minutes, and they mentioned things like, rocket. Red, Jupiter, solar system.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I feel like, I mean, the easiest go to is just spelling, and like, in kids' game, you don't you don't really need it to to follow rules of real life. Like, I I feel like in a in a kids' game, it's a common thing to have you spell a word, and if you spell it correctly. You're building a bridge with the letters. You know what I mean? Oh, so like yeah, trying yeah. to spell like bridge, and then you spell it B I R G D E and spell it wrong, and the bridge comes together and it doesn't
1: and it collapses.
0: Yeah. And so you have to go again and actually spell it right, and then the bridge will actually like you know build itself, and then you could cross the bridge, type of thing.
1: Okay. Um, okay.
0: Grammar is tough in a video game because I feel like maybe maybe it could be something like uh, in in a game I'm playing right now, the great Ace Attorney Chronicles, there's a character named Herlock Sholmes and he adds a new game mechanic to the deduction thing where essentially he has two logical reasonings backwards and you have to find what's backwards and flip them and so it'll get them right. So maybe in this game you have... He's you say something like or your character will say something like um bet I I can't think of bad grammar sentences like um I what like I can pass
1: me that please.
0: Yeah, I guess. And then you have to like kind of find what's wrong and be like just like click and drag things around. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and this would also... I know you're saying this is for young kids, but I think this would also be excellent immersion for second language study where all of the villagers or everyone in the game starts out with rudimentary language and then you slowly build up. And they say the fastest way to learn is immersion.
0: Yeah. So, so you could start like, off saying like... While you're through Mexico, people are like... Hola amigo. You like, like when I first started I could, to... Yeah,
1: you're like when I first started this game, and I started playing, I couldn't understand what the fuck anyone was saying. Now, yeah. hola compadre, cómo estás? Yo necesito and you're like, is that kid? Not only is he speaking in Spanish, but is he doing math at the same time?
0: But I think it's going to be kind of like Dora the Explorer where it's going to be like Spanglish, you know what I mean? At first, yeah, and then so it's, they'll it's teach slowly you, like, transitions. Words. Yeah, but I don't think that we're teaching. This game's teaching kids how to speak fluent Spanish. You well, know what I mean?
1: at this point, we don't know how many years they're going to need to use our proprietary software. While these kids aren't going back, um, depending on what what the pandemic holds in store for us, yep. this is all a joke. I don't know shit about shit. I'm just trying to make this game seem like it's more um, contemporary.
0: Well, I think having a kids' game that's longer than. An hour is already a lot, (laughs) especially because I don't know if, like, how many kids are going to finish this game if we put too much stuff in it. You know what I mean? the The attention span is not very high in younger children. Um, They might get bored of it if if they get frustrated. Like this is forced upon them.
1: Yes, definitely. Like I don't know. Didn't you? weren't you ever forced to play the Oregon Trail?
0: No, uh, our computer classes were we'd play games more like Math Blaster and stuff like that where you had we to like Math Blaster too. test out your uh, what's called W
1: WASD
0: PM or whatever oh, words, words per, minute, per minute or whatever. It's like games like that. and But if we weren't playing games, it was very much, there was this program I think we had where it had sentences and you had to type the sentence perfectly um but if you messed up it'll like er, and then you gotta like do it correct and like it was more stuff like that or like redoing essays but you had to type it and you had to do it under a certain time limit and stuff like that like that was more of the class that we had obviously we had free time and people played Oregon Trail just for fun I personally played the pinball game so pinball, yeah that, that's what we did in my computer class.
1: Okay, okay. And then to add on to this, you can also do art very easily by doing 3D painting. And you can also be doing modeling. So there would be art projects, as well as editing and terms of doing videos. This could work in a variety of different manners.
0: Hmm. Um, I could see how we could incorporate art in this pretty easily, especially if this is... Because in my head, still, this is for, like, really young kids, so it's just, like, fucking Mario Paint-esque stuff. It's just really simple. Just pick your color, and then you just paint in the mud or whatever you're painting in type of thing. Um, But in terms of... uh, What was the other thing you mentioned besides art?
1: Art. Oh, uh, second language.
0: Uh, It wasn't that. Anyway, I lost my thought there, but yeah no i I definitely see it where it's just your each game um takes place in a different historical era to teach different types of lessons you just go across oh the art style i see the art style more like weird blocky characters like i'm thinking like roly poly oly and like
1: i like roly poly oly we'll do that so there's a bunch of spherical and uh Simple shapes but yeah. uh, you can also customize your own character and have your own avatar as well.
0: Right and I, that's how I see like the 3D elements to it but I think like the actual traveling and a lot of the storytelling and like pick your own adventure stuff will be in like what you mentioned like kind of like a watercolor pop-up diorama storytelling book with like actual particle effects going on and stuff.
1: I like it, I like it. do you think can you think of any other classroom curriculum stuff that you could add into this game?
0: uh manners or, saying please thank you. oh yeah open manners the door for, sure. for people uh don't be a dick <laughs> that's the game don't be a dick Th- that we would have to have like a uh swiper the fox type of character like an antagonist that teaches the kid you know what you what's not something you should do like don't no swiping you know what i mean like that type of thing most definitely most definitely um, and
1: then obviously we'll give teachers mod controls where they can free roam they can fly they'll be able to look at every single one of their chitlins um almost like um promised neverland where uh they're just able to look wherever track whoever in the game and help them out if they need it so
0: Oh, this is going to be played live like a Zoom call? Hell yeah. How is that going to work? Because all these kids will be going on different paths. The teacher can't...
1: Teleport. And then the teacher can also... They can't be everywhere. The student can also always ping. Can always ping the teacher. And the teacher can respond either through text or video chat or actually appearing right next to them. And then helping them out.
0: Okay. I kind of like where you're going. But let me change it a little bit to make more sense to me at least because this that just sounds like too much work for a teacher especially if a teacher doesn't want to do this type of thing
1: teachers Uh, already have a lot of work already
0: and they probably don't want to learn how to use this system to do any of this (laughs) uh but i see it where i could because this game isn't going to be too hard especially some of the questions i feel like so i think what it could be more like is a parent gets this for their kid and there is like Uh, an add-on app that the parent could add to their phone. And if a kid does need help, because we're going to say, don't leave your kid unsupervised while they're in this VR helmet. Uh, They could like, in the game, there's like a help button. If you press that help button, it like puts into their headphone, their headset that's built into this headset. um, And then the kid will have access to their parent through the app and the parent could see what the kid's doing on their phone and talk to their kid through this walkie-talkie system. That's probably through Bluetooth from the phone to the headset. Um, And then the parent can monitor and
1: help. Yeah. They're stuck on a, on like a word, like you can't spell equipment.
0: Yeah. All right. And then not just that, but I think there's also, if the parent happens to not know, there'll be an easy wiki page. If like you click on this, button if you don't know the answer you could look it up super quickly and it'll tell the parent the answer as well
1: or maybe we'll have staff on deck where you can where if needed you can put in a ticket and then we'll help them or a hint system or a hint system as well
0: I think instead of that it'd be like because I do see each game having a narrator that fits the era Mm -hmm. like like how all kids shows have like a pleasant sounding woman But in this, it'd be like fit to the era. So if it's the Western, it'd be like a gruff cowboy sounding guy. Um, But I think the hint line or the tip line would just be there, that narrator, We don't need a live person. We'll have like pre-rendered recorded hints and then like multiple for like extra hard questions. And it will just give you the answer essentially if you keep asking.
1: Okay, so we have what it looks like. It's going to be, drawn 3d where you're going to be able to be put into different scenarios and go from there while teleporting from from place to place we know that there's going to be different levels including space and western mm-hmm. western's going to be the easiest and i think that's going to be the start for everybody until they get used to it and then they'll be able to graduate to other worlds
0: this is how i also picture this product um it, we're not making so much of as a uh, single game i feel like what we're making here is this is like how i imagine this project is we sell them the helmet and the controllers and to make it cheaper i think the headset and controllers are wired but it's like the virtual quest where everything else is unwired it's just so the controller and the headset you're not throwing controllers around and stuff like kids aren't like you know tossing their controller on accident and it just flying across the room while they have this giant helmet on. But it doesn't have to be wired to a PC. It's all in this one thing. And inside this helmet, maybe through that app I mentioned, it comes with the Western theme and then demos of all the other themes. And then through um, digital purchases, you could unlock for your kid other stories and other uh, eras and lessons all right there you know what i mean it just downloads right there through the wi-fi uh in your house and then you have a new episode type of thing
1: perfect in terms of music it seems like it's going to be relatively based on the location and theme of the level Mm -hmm. if um you know if you're in space it's going to be trans if you're going to be out in west it's going to be harmonica guitar such and such
0: but Easy. very simple versions. We're not doing anything too complicated. Very catchy, like almost kid piano sounding like music.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. All right, pricing. This game, I it's it's weird with the pricing. You can go a lot of different ways.
0: I say two hundred for the whole thing. Twenty dollars for episodes.
1: Yes. Okay. I like that. No, I mean
0: $20, $200 for the headset in the Western game. Okay. And then $20 per each. If you want the whole thing for a and discounted price, we'll do $250. you will save like 100 bucks if you buy it yep, at $250. And
1: what we'll tell them is you don't need to parent. This will do it for you.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> but do not let your kid unsupervised in this helmet. Be there. Don't just stick him in this helmet <laughs> and leave and watch a movie.
1: No, you'll go into your own virtual space too. All right, Jay, we're going to have to get your timer out because we're going to name this game.
0: And go. Um. Leap VR.
1: leap vr kind of like leap frog but
0: that's where i'm going with it because this is definitely gonna be produced by Leapfrog.
1: <laughs> all right leap vr
0: in 20 seconds
1: so leap vr is a learning suite of git where it comes with an rpg and has other learning decks included where you can play math science english art history history and foreign language games all in one easy to find place that can teach enrich and make your kid grow in leap vr all right jay we have a we have a game here what do you think would this be a game you would want to play And is it fun if you were the appropriate
0: age level i for was the like game? if i was five yes i would definitely want this my parents aren't if i was like five to eight my parents aren't buying me a two hundred dollar VR headset, especially my mom would with have if download. it was learning.
1: Because think about it, my you, did you get like did you have an N sixty four or PS one or PS two growing up?
0: I did, but like I didn't have any of these educational things. I did because I wanted them. But it's like the game; they're not buying me an educational headset where they have to spend more money on it later type of thing. You know what I mean? Like they'll buy me for Sam
1: because they they do iPads and then they. That's already a $1,200 entry price, and we would That's market true. it as healthier than an iPad. That's so I true. think there's true. a place for it. And now that we have a complete game, because I would play the shit out of this, what game studio would you, design, would you assign to be able to make Leap VR the best?
0: I mean, it has to be LeapFrog. It's in the title.
1: LeapFrog, it is.
0: Make this happen. Thanks for listening.
1: And with that, our 166th IP has gone gold. It just bleeds together now. We hope you look forward to this experience that will probably never release because they're not putting babies in VR. Maybe they will. You can write to atpoundgames at gmail.com if you have anything to patch into the game we create today. Also, give us feedback. We are still learning how to make this show better, and your feedback really helps. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to back our ideas, please head over to patreon.com slash wearenotgamedevs. Patrons receive episodes two days early and an extra podcast at the beginning, which you caught the tail end of our conversation at the beginning of this episode. That's all the dice you guys heard. That's patreon.com slash we are not game devs. If you liked our show, why not subscribe and give us all the stars on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, Spotify, YouTube, and more. And if they ask for a review, instead of reviewing our show, become your inner game critic and review Leap VR the video game we just created today. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back next Friday with another new IP. Again, my name is A.G.
0: And I'm J.E.
1: Thank you, and please remember that we are not game devs. I've been trying to create an educational game for so long, and I still don't feel like I've nailed it. We'll see in another 100 episodes if I can get there.
0: (laughs) I think this one's cool, but I don't mean to alarm you, but someone just logged into PlayStation on your account.
1: (laughs) Are they going to HBO Max?
0: Oh, I don't know that. It just said that you came online.
1: I think I hear that I'm, I'm listening for the PS5 to see if it's outside the room cuz it could be that Shia uh, turned on the TV or something. Or oh, that uh, one it. of the dogs hit the play the controller. <laughs> but all right. Till next time.